Owen. Cole. SEC West champs. Hey, I got another SEC team for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. West Virginia's not an SEC team, but they did beat one this week. Dude, we sang that. We sang that. Cole, please tell our audience, how was country – for an LSU fan, how was Country Roads to sing in Morgantown in Milan Puskar Stadium? Owen, West Virginia will never be my number one team. Obviously. I'm not trying to make them your no. number one team. That was a straight-up spiritual experience. That <laughs> I told was religious. You. I told you. That was you. amazing. For all of your list, for all of us, our listeners out there, we will. I will be posting videos on the Panther Pod uh, to share with you about our experience down there, out there, up there in Morgantown. Truly, cannot put over a West Virginia home game. Exactly. It like it may have oh been my, cold. That was awesome. Wet and rainy, but it was amazing. We uh that was awesome. My my big coat is still wet, by the way. Really? It's yeah. I it's, haven't checked my khakis. No, but no. I, I know the hoodie that I was wearing that dried off pretty. Oh nice, yes, I need to show everybody pictures of you in West Virginia gear. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know that as soon as I stepped foot in the door, I took a shower and I I had to wash off the filth from my body. I just from want, touching West Virginia uh, merch. Yeah, yeah, and your favorite hat too that you now have. Yeah, I I will. That hat is. Sick. Exactly. Exactly. But I'll also be posting that hat as well. That's fine. Um, it was great. Great time in Morgantown. Appreciate all the everybody we went with. Um, fun time. It was actually twelve as we're recording this. Twelve hours ago, we were in Morgantown and it was snowing. Yeah. It was. Ah. It was snowing. That well, was a fun drive. That was. That was a. Yeah. It was. It was cold. Hey. Morgantown was great. We got to ride around campus, mm-hmm. uh, do some fun things after the game. We got to tailgate and everything, so that mm-hmm. was it's a lot of fun. Um, Cole, who, 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 who is the man? Who is that guy? Um, uh, his his name is is it J J T? No, 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 no it's, it's 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 Garrett Green. It's Garrett Green. Garrett Garrett Garrett. Garrett, for all of, for uh, just a little inside story, once Garrett Green came into the game and was just absolutely lighting it up on the field. Being Cole did start a Garrett chant up there, right in front of the press box as well. Uh, great time at Mountaineer Field, Milan Puskar Stadium, amazing, awesome. Ten out of ten, we'll do it again. Uh, for sure, taking you to a Baton Rouge LSU Tigers I game. Am down. I Hopefully, am down. LSU Auburn. If the ticket prices are under a thousand dollars, under a thousand. <laughs> Who knows? Y'all Each, may be national maybe. champs. Who knows? The, yeah, maybe y'all will be the 22, 2022, 2023 national. Champs. We're definitely not winning the SEC this year, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Even though we get to play for it. That's but all right. anyway, that's looking ahead. This is the. This is the review episode. That's a Wednesday problem. Yep, this is a reaction episode. With that, I'm Cole Connor. I'm Owen Spelnick. You're listening to the Panther Pod. All right, Owen. Starting things off, um, first of all, if you are listening to this Panther Pod to try and get your pick'em. 
uh, picks for the week. Don't pay any attention to me. Do not pay attention to me at all. I went two and four this week, but, but yeah, you I know four and two. But you know what? The only one that mattered <laughs> to me anyway was the LSU Arkansas game, and then also because we won that the Bama Ole Miss game. But that's that's that's, <laughs> that's beside the point. You should have seen him, folks. We sat down to eat, and the Bama and Ole Miss game was on, and he was like, "Huh, huh." Go, go bam. Yeah, it it was bad. It was quite a it was quite a sight. Um starting things off, UCF and Tulane. UCF takes down number 17 Tulane, uh 22 UCF, 38 uh, to 31. N- n- number 17 UCF, number 21 Tulane. Oh wait, no no, I'm no, no, sorry. No. I'm number sorry. 22 yes. UCF yes. takes down number 17 yes. Tulane, 38 to 31. That's my fault. All good. Um Honestly, Tulane put an effort in in the fourth quarter. UCF came in hot, scoring 17 in the first, 10 points unanswered. Uh, Fairly even back and forth game. But at the same time, I mean, UCF was just way more consistent and put more points on the board. So they won the game. I mean, Um, definitely not the fault of Michael Pratt for Tulane 23 for 39, 236 yards passing, and three touchdowns through the air. Brother. Uh, Michael Pratt also had, bless his heart, he had the only other uh, touchdown for Tulane. He rushed one in um, as well. You so, know who also rushed a couple touchdown in, uh, touchdowns in? John Rice Plumley. John Rice Plum- Plumley, 17 for 30, one, 132 through the air, and one touchdown. However, he was also UCF's leading rusher. Sound familiar, Cole? <laughs> Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, <laughs> um, John Rice Plumley, John Rice, <laughs> eighteen carries, one hundred seventy-six yards, two touchdowns. Isaiah Bowser, Bowser, <laughs> Isaiah Bowser, <laughs> nineteen carries, fifty-four yards, and two touchdowns. So UCF came out running the ball and passing the ball as well. Um, UCF didn't. John Rice Plumley didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, but like R.J. Harvey had 83 yards. Yeah. Isaiah Bowser had 54. Ryan O'Keefe only had that one carry for 17 yards. I mean, for uh, Tulane, Tajay Spears, eight carries for 130 yards Brother. with a long of 70. How that long of 70 did not find the end zone, beyond me. That's that's red zone defense. Yeah, <laughs> somebody caught up with that's him. not red zone defense. <laughs> well, I, it could be, <laughs> it could be if they were on the other side of the field. Oh my! <laughs> that, <laughs> that red you, zone defense. Can you imagine an offense lines up from the twenty-five, and the entire defense is just in an eleven-arm link chain? On the goal line, just preventing them from scoring every single play. <laughs> That's insane. That's exactly how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. Yeah, I, I refuse Remem- to remember, believe. Remember, points don't – I mean – Yards uh, don't win games. Yards don't win games. Points do. Yeah. Exactly. And Tulane just got more points this game. <laughs> or UCF. not Tulane. UCF. Yeah. That's right, because I started off 1-0 this week. Yep. Um, I mean, UCF just came out swinging. Scored you love 17. Me down, little brother. <laughs> and this is why you're not a Tulane fan. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Brother. Uh, UCF comes out swinging, scores 17 in the first, and it's just consistent after that, at, at least a touchdown in every quarter. 
I mean, it goes second quarter seven, three third three quarter. Wow, third quarter seven and fourth quarter seven. I mean, they just they stayed ahead the whole game and, and kept Tulane at arm's length the entire time. Yep. So congrats to UCF. I went one and zero. You didn't. You didn't let me down. National UCF champ- sucks. 2017 national champs. Um, um, speaking of teams that we weren't, uh, we were actually kind of hoping would let us down this week. Um, Owen, I think you know what time it is. Horns down. Uh, Texas Longhorns lose in Austin to the TCU Horned Frogs. Texas Christian. TCU is now 10-0, and and they are currently 8-3 against Texas since joining the Big 12. Brother. Texas falls... Six and four in the year. What happened to them? What I thought I thought they were supposed to like run the table if Quinn Ewers was. Healthy. I thought they were back. Yeah, yeah. What is? Granted, we never said they were back. We, no, well. we said they were good, but we never said they were back, especially at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I mean, TCU. First of all, the most boring first quarter that you could ever imagine. Um, zero zero. It was TCU took a three nothing lead into halftime. Uh, seven three at or ten three at the third quarter, and then seventeen uh, ten going into the fourth. Defensive football in the Big Twelve. Uh, what? Okay, Max Duggan, great quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Doing pretty good at TCU this year. Yeah, nineteen for twenty nine. Okay, one hundred twenty four yards. Yeah, one touchdown. Ugh. All right, all right. Max Duggan rushing, ten carries. Negative forty-one yards. Brother, how many how many sacks did Texas have? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, I thought the TFLs were uh, the sack. The, uh, Texas had fourteen tackles for loss. I thought oh, that you was sacks. Fourteen sacks. <laughs> how did he walk off the field? Um, <laughs> Texas posted five sacks in this game, brother. So yeah, that'll do it to you. Hey, but hey, Kendra Miller, twenty-one carries, one hundred thirty-eight yards, and a tutty. Yep, getting the job done. Um, that elite offense for Texas. And that's not a dig. Texas has a good offense. Um, Just not good enough to beat TCU, apparently. Didn't show up this game. Um, Quinn Ewers, 17 for 39, 171 yards, one interception. Mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson, probably one of the best running backs in the country. 12 carries, 29 yards. Their offense did not score a single point. Nope. That was a defensive touchdown. Brother. Oh, God, you're right. That's. Oh, no. Oh, either that's, that's terrible. De- either that's no, def- that is the defensive touchdown. That is because it shows up on their defensive stat. Oh, man, that sucks. That's terrible. Wow. That's absolutely atrocious. That's. <laughs> oh. Hey, Cole, let's give a big fat. Horns, Horns down, down for Texas. Again. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Texas falls to six and four, four and three in conference. They'll still be number twenty-five when the CFP poll rolls around. Yeah, you already know. But you know what? Be. They ain't. Go- they are They're- not going to the Big Twelve championship. No. Nope. TCU has clinched their spot in Arlington. Mm-hmm. They will be going to uh, the Big Twelve championship bowl, as they should. The Big Twelve championship bowl. What is wrong with me? The Big 12 championship. As it stands right now, if Kansas State wins next week, which please no, um, 
Kansas State will go to the Big 12 championship game to face off TCU. However, if Kansas State loses, uh, well, I don't know. If I would, I would say if Kansas State still loses, they they go to the Big 12 championship game because they absolutely crushed Oklahoma State and Baylor. So, and correct me if I'm wrong. So, AAC, we don't have. There's not a clinch. There's not a clinch team yet. It's going to be either TCU is they've clinched their spot. No, uh, American. Oh, I'm yes. looking. I'm looking across the board. So American, uh, it's going to be between UCF, Cincinnati, and Tulane, mm-hmm. and it's probably going to be UCF, Cincinnati, more than likely. ACC, it's already Clemson, UNC. Yep. Big Twelve, TCU, K State, most likely. Most likely. And I, w- and I would say that, too. Like, even if K-State loses to West Virginia this weekend or next weekend, I mean, they still they – still, they blew out Oklahoma State and Baylor. Yeah. Um, Big Ten, it is either going to be Michigan-Ohio State, which it's going to be decided. the game. Yeah, it's going to be decided by, it's the game, by the game. Um, Illinois seems to have kind of wrapped things up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now, they could – again – Oh, my God, in the West, every like – It is a four-way four tie in the West so between Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. No. Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, and Minnesota. It's a four-way tie. Um, it's not showing Pac-12 for whatever reason. Pac-12. Uh, uh, right. But remember, this doesn't matter. The divisions don't matter right. anymore. Yeah, that's probably why it's not showing up anymore. Um, yeah. So it's going to be uh, USC and U- Oregon. USC and UCLA play this week. Okay. So it's going to um, be winner of that game in Oregon. Oregon is now a two-loss team. If here's the thing, whoever wins this UCLA, USC and UCLA game, that is the Pac-12's only hope to get into the to get into the college football playoffs. Yeah, because whoever loses in the Michigan Ohio State game in the game, I would venture to say they don't make the playoffs. No, they're probably going to be ranked fifth, probably, and I would venture to say too. Because Tennessee's going to be back in. Tennessee, I, I would say Tennessee be back, would be back in. As long as they don't lose. As long as they don't lose. Um, honestly, I, w- I would sp- still probably see Georgia getting in if they lose to y'all in the SEC championship game. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. Because it's only one loss. Granted, I don't think they should be in there because I value conference championships over... Brand, image, and likeness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, brand, but, image, B-I-L? B-B-I-L? Um, but that brings us to our overarching point. The SEC champions have been decided, and LSU is going to play Georgia in Under Atlanta. Brian Kelly's first year. Round of applause. Yeah, no. For sure. For sure. Now we get to go get steamrolled. Um, uh, wouldn't be the first time this year. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, moving on from TCU, Texas, uh, I know we went off a little bit off track there. Um, the team that I did not want to win until LSU's fate was decided by them. Uh, number nine, Alabama Crimson Tide takes down number 11, Ole Miss. Very close game. Uh, Alabama sealed it with two field goals in the fourth quarter. Uh, Alabama wins 30-24. to 24. Oh, and this did not look like an Alabama team that was going to win this game. And you know, I said Alabama. I said last week Alabama on the road has not been great. 
No. There was a third game I was missing in my preview that had over 100,000 fans there that Alabama uh, went and played. So the first, so we talked about LSU, mm-hmm. which you said holds 102, correct? Mm-hmm. Neyland, which holds 101. Mm-hmm. Then they went to Austin. Mm. That holds a hundred thousand as well, and they almost had Quinn Ewers been healthy. I would venture to say they lose that one as. Oh well. yeah, I mean twenty to nineteen. Twenty Come to on. nineteen. So, in a hundred plus thousand seat stadium, they're two and one. Uh, no, uh, sorry, one and two. They are one and two. Yes. Um, I and I said this last week is, oh, you know, oh, I knew that game was going to be packed out. I did not think the crowd would have an effect. On Alabama, I did not think that road environment was going to be as tough. But let me tell you, 64,000 people still sound like a whole lot of heck of a people. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, I mean, honestly, if you're looking at Alabama stats, Alabama had five penalties for 45 yards. Yeah, it got to them. Yeah, it got to them a little bit. Um, However, you know who it didn't get to? Bryce Bryce Young. Young. 21 for 33, 209 yards, three touchdowns. Still going to say Bryce Young who, though. Do what? Still going to say Bryce Young, who? Right. You're you're hilarious. Yeah. You're hilarious. Um, but not a single rushing touchdown by Alabama. Yep. Um, came right down to the wire. Uh, had to have one more drive by Ole Miss to try and win it. Was it possibly pass interference? Kind of a toss-up, but was kind of, not I really. think it was more just good defense, honestly. Yeah. Um, but road, road – Alabama on the road has not been a dominant team this year. No. Um, they let's see. Alabama's next schedule, their next road game that they have to take. They do not have to take a road game after this. <laughs> they get Austin PA at home, and then they bring home Auburn to the. Uh, and they bring to Iron, the Iron Bowl. To the Iron Bowl. Oof. Thank you. Um, Honestly, that I, I would say if Auburn had a chance, that would have been Auburn's chance right there. Is yeah. if the Iron Bowl was in was at Auburn, which let's let's be real honest, Auburn is they are a dumpster fire right now. But it's the Iron Bowl. It's the Iron Bowl, and we all know what happens in rivalry games. You ne- throw out the records; it does not matter. It doesn't matter unless you're Georgia playing Florida. Four yeah, if you're if you're it, thank you, Cole. Thank you for that reminder. I'm, uh, Auburn's four and six. Yeah. You have the same record as an SEC powerhouse. Who's and I, for and I have the same. And I have the same record as uh, Vanderbilt as well. <laughs> uh, UConn yeah. has a better record than West Virginia does right now. Hey, UConn beat Liberty. Uh, <laughs> gotta love it. Anyways, um, Bama not looking great on the road. This, what What do you think it is? Usually. Like, at one point in time, Alabama looked just as good, if not better, on the road than they did at home. What do you think is different about this Alabama team that makes them so, like, makes them so vulnerable on the road? Youth. Youth and expectations of winning. Because I think if you walk into a road game and you don't treat it, and honestly I think that comes down to um, their offensive coaching staff. Like, if you preach to the guys all weekend saying, oh, Austin is not on our – they're not on our level at all. And they aren't. They aren't on Alabama's level. But at the same time, if you get told that all week and you underestimate your opponents, 
I think that's what happens. And I honestly think that's what's wrong with this Alabama team is so many people are hangers on arrival. And I think a lot of it also has to do with Bill O'Brien being the Alabama OC right now. Interesting. Okay. Because Bill O'Brien did not have a successful stint with the Houston Texans. Now, granted, he was head coach, uh, GM, and OC, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Uh, If he wasn't OC, then he had a lot of pull on the offensive game plan. However, this Alabama team does not have a viable offense. Their offense is stagnant. I think part of it is, too, is it seems like this team just – expects to win like they yeah, I, I feel like they exactly it, it, they, it just magically happens that all these other Alabama teams won because they put on that crimson jersey yeah and, and there's in that crimson those uh in the crimson helmet and everything and walked out into Bryant Denny like Bryant Denny Stadium is one thing but they just expected everywhere they went that they people would fear them which yeah in years past in is, years past it's been but I mean Ole Miss did not look afraid of no of Alabama, those other teams—they saw the fear. They saw the, f- they saw the fear. <laughs> they saw the fear in their eyes. Um, but Jackson Dart, eighteen for thirty-one, two hundred twelve yards, one touchdown. Quinshawn Judkins—we've been saying it all season long. He's a stud. Twenty-five carries, hundred thirty-five yards, and two touchdowns with a long of thirty-five. Um, Jackson Dart also putting in work on the ground. Sixteen carries for thirty-five yards. Huh. Also, Ole Miss, you got to bump those offensive numbers up. Four hundred three yeah. total offensive yards. Those that's are rookie. That's numbers. rookie. Got to bump yeah. those up. Um, <laughs> very clean game as far as turnovers are concerned. Um, Terry and Arnold recovered two, and JoJo Earl lost one. Um, Otis Reese recovered two for Ole Miss, and then Zach Evans lost one as well. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, it wasn't a bad game by all means. And I hated that I was even thinking about Alabama needing to win for LSU to clinch the West. But at the same time, it's like, Ugh. see, I would have loved to see Alabama lose a third, a third game. I would love it because of the playoff implications and that Alabama would crater out and they would be ranked 25 instead of Texas. Imagine Alabama being unranked. I would love that. I would love that so much. I think all of college football would love it if Alabama just went unranked. Mm. You know they're going to be number one next year, though. I hope not. They're either going to be number one or number two. I I would feel like if they close out the season poorly. If they lose to Auburn. If they lose to Auburn. Because let's be real, Austin P. nah. I would would say either if they lose to Auburn or the – or their bowl game, or both, they're ranked much lower next year, and I and I think Georgia will be number one. I think I think no matter what, Georgia has proven they have surpassed Alabama oh, yeah. this year. Let Let's be real, Georgia's winning the national championship this year. I will go ahead and say that on record right now. This Georgia team is scary, and I hate that LSU has to play them because I was really looking forward to actually enjoying my bowl game. Not you're still gonna have a bowl game. We're still gonna have a actually very good bowl game, but <laughs> gotta go through uh, gotta go through Atlanta first. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Ah, uh, moving on. Speaking of SEC quarterbacks, um, number twenty-five Washington takes down number six Oregon. 
Bo Nix, what are you doing? And honestly, not on him. He looked good. Uh, Bo Nix, 19 for 27, 280 yards, two touchdowns. Oregon seemed like they were slipping, slipping, slipping. Michael Penix Jr. You didn't. Slipping? Yeah. Slipping on what? You didn't see the final play of the game, did you? No, I didn't. Oh, man. Yeah. So how Oregon – let me lay this out for you. How Oregon loses the game, it's fourth and inches. They hand it off. Uh, oh, oh, my God. Mar- I just saw it. Marquise Irving. Yeah, I just saw slips it. Slips and falls. That's why I said Oregon seems like they're slipping. I can't believe I have to explain that to you. Dadgummit. I just saw the video highlight uh, pop up in the little – that's insane. Um, Michael Penix Jr., 26 for 35, 408 <sighs> yards passing. Just making sure I'm reading that number right. I want to let you know I just got chills from that. Yeah, that's insane. That's mad numbers. Uh, Two touchdowns, one interception. Wayne. Talapapa. Talapapa, thank you. Uh, Ten carries for 70 yards and a touchdown. Cameron Davis, ten carries, 24 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., two carries, 20 yards, long of 15. Um, Bo Nix. Three touchdowns total. Uh, obviously, we went over his passing line. Uh, nine carries for 59 yards and a touchdown. Honestly, of his own. like Bo Nix looked really, really good this game. Almost yeah. flawless in this game. Didn't throw a pick. Didn't yeah. turn the ball over. Didn't fumble it. Nothing. And uh, and they, you know, st- heartbreak, brother. They they had two guys go. Oregon had two guys go over 100 yards rushing and. St- and still lost the game. Marquise Irving, 20 carries, 149 yards. Noah Winnington, 20 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. Mm. And they still lost the game. Still lost the game. But Absolutely brutal. Like we said, yards don't win your game, points, points do. do. And Washington was able to convert on that last second field goal because uh, Oregon player slipped. Yep. And again, Oregon, come on, man. Yeah. 592 total yards of offense, rookie numbers. Bump those up. We got to be pushing at least 700 here, okay? <laughs> um, <clears throat> moving on to the next game. Um, Owen, I'm going to be real honest with you. I was dead wrong on this one. You for sure were dead wrong on this one. We Can't, were both wrong on the last one, by the way. We picked. Yeah. We both picked Oregon to win, and did not happen. Um, K-State, 31. Baylor, 3. Will Howard. 19. I was watching this game too. Yeah, you were. Where we were at after the West Virginia game was broadcasting it, and yeah, you were glued to the TV. I was. Uh, Will Howard, nineteen for twenty-seven, hundred ninety-six yards, three touchdowns through the air. Uh, Adrian Martinez, seven for eight, twenty-five yards, no touchdowns. I told you this Kansas State defense is what was going to win them the game. See, I thought Blake Shapen was going to tear it up, but and I was dead wrong there. Uh, 22 for 38, 203 yards. And, and if, two, you just stop right, in, if you stop right yeah, there. Yeah, great, great. They did tear it up. Yeah. However, and then you see the two interceptions. Then you, yep, you see the two interceptions, you're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, ooh. They're Richard Reese, who was the top running back for Baylor, 
nine carries, 54 yards. Besides Blake Shapen, if you take if you take Blake Shapen out for his carries and yardage, they did not have the as a team. Their running backs did not reach a hundred yards rushing. Mm. Terrible. That's Deuce rough. Vaughn, twenty five carries, hundred and six yards. Didn't get a touchdown. Though. Didn't get a touchdown. He left that to DJ Giddens, thirteen carries, fifty eight yards, and a tutty. Um. Ben Sennett, seven receptions, 89 yards, and two touchdowns through the air. Deuce Vaughn did get a touchdown, but it was through the air. It was not on the ground. K-State got 30 first downs compared to Baylor, who got 17. Uh, Mm. K-State was also eight for 13 on third down versus Baylor, who was four for 12 on, on third down. Uh, K-State also was one for two on fourth down. Baylor was 0-3. Brutal. Uh, And then really, too, what hurt hurt Baylor? They lost a turnover battle. Yep. They turned the ball over two times. Blake Shapen threw the two two interceptions. Those were the only two turnovers of the game. Um, But also, K-State, 37 minutes with the ball. 37 compared to Baylor, who had the ball for 22 minutes the entire game. You know something about limiting a team to 22 minutes of time I possession, do. don't I you? I do, and we're going to get to that very shortly <laughs> because they, they showed that in the stadium, and it was rather nice. Um, but <laughs> Huzzah. Huzzah. Uh, but like I said, Baylor's not going to go to the national championship. Brother, yeah. they're definitely no, not going to no, the national championship. No, they're not. <laughs> if Baylor gets in at this point. That means everybody just lost, like fell off a wagon these next two weeks. Brother, we have two more weeks of college football. Regular season college football. Regular season college football. Yeah, we've got like ten more weeks of actual college football. That is very true because we have bowl games and Mm -hmm. different things like that. Mm -hmm. That's wild, though. Yep. Isn't it? Okay. Moving on. uh, K-State, what I was going to say. They are still very much in the running for the Big 12 um, I would say unless they lose their next two, which is West Virginia and at Kansas, which they very well could, um, it's they're, they're going to go to the Big 12 championship to play TCU again. It's in Milan Puskar. It is. It's, it's, it's at home. It's at home. Mm. It's going to be a good one. It is, is going to be a good one. Hey, this past week was a great one. Um. And again, we'll get to that here in a bit. Yeah. Um, wrapping up our review, <laughs> brother. I was we wrong both on this. we yeah. both took the L on this one. Um, man, Florida State seven and three, <laughs> five and three in conference destroys Syracuse thirty eight to three. This Syracuse posting three points in the second quarter, and that's it. And they even pitched the second. They even pitched the fourth quarter shutout. Yeah, and couldn't you know? Well, at that point, I mean, I mean, on. at that point, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, um, it doesn't matter if you pitch the fourth quarter shutout. At that point, Tate Roadmaker came in. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Travis for Florida State though, twenty-one for twenty-three. This man missed two passes. Yeah, hundred fifty-five yards, three touchdowns, three. Yeah. Um. Jordan Travis also was the only, only person to rush for a touchdown for Florida State. 
Yeah. Uh, five carries, 21 yards, one touchdown. Their leading uh, running back, Trey Benson, 18 carries for 163 yards, no touchdowns. Um, and they didn't have a favorite wide receiver either. I mean, uh, Kintron, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's not Porche. Uh, that's like Poche. Are you sure that's not Porche? No, that's like P O I T I E R. Poitier. 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 Uh, Kentron Poitier, two receptions, 29 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Malik, McC- Malik McClain, Lord of Mercy. Four receptions, 26 yards, one touchdown. Johnny Wilson, thank you for a regular name. Uh, (laughs) One reception, 24 yards, and the other touchdown. Jordan Travis also had a receiving touchdown in this game off of the trick play from Wyatt Rector. That's absolutely wild. So this man had three passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. Talk about carrying, putting a team on your back, man. Greg Jennings. Greg. Uh, turning, flipping side to the orange. Garrett Schrader had a uh, had a rough abysmal, day. abysmal uh, day. Six for 16, 65 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Carlos Del Rio Wilson, uh, he was zero for one and an interception. <laughs> Brother, ouch! The the only pass you throw in the entire game. Is an interception. Didn't look too. Uh, didn't look too much better rushing the ball. Sean Tucker, fourteen carries, fifty-two yards, uh, and LaQuint Allen, six carries for thirty-eight yards. Uh, Carlos Del Rio Wilson, one carry for seven yards. Um, it was not a great day to be an Orange fan. No, you hate to see it, don't you? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I lost this week, so uh, I mean, I lost this one. You know, I picked them to win. Overall, uh, Syracuse had a total. Of 160 offensive yards. Brother. Oof. Oof. Uh, 95 rushing, 65 passing. Uh, They were one for 11 on third downs. Florida State had 25 first downs. Did I say Florida State was one for 11 on first down? Uh, One for 11 on third. Okay, just making sure. Florida State had 25 first downs. Syracuse had nine Nine. Uh, um, both teams registered three sacks. Uh, Florida State's defense could not get to uh, – honestly, didn't really get to Garrett Schrader a whole lot. Two QB hurries. Syracuse had one QB hurry. Um, just a rough game. Just a terrible game for the Orange. Had to punt it eight times. Yep. Um the lone interception went to Greedy Vance, which is what a phenomenal name for somebody who Greedy. Yeah, come on, who get who gets an interception? Like, like Greedy Williams is probably the best DB to. Well, he's not the best DB to come out of LSU, but he's one of the best or DBU for a reason. Greedy Williams is awesome. I, I just I'm glad that Greedy is starting to come into its own as a DB nickname. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um. Oh, and that wraps up our review session Yep. Uh, for the games. Obviously, I suck this week, and on our preview episode, we'll go over the new CFP rankings because they will drop on Tuesday. Yep. <sighs> Looking at ODAC. Looking at ODAC. Guys, it's a, it's a sad time here on the Panther Pod. The season is over. Ferrum football is no more. 
for this season anyways. I mean, they'll be back next year. Uh, it feels like just yesterday we predicted that – or, you know, gave our prediction like, oh, Farham's going to finish like in the top four of the conference. Yeah. They finished last. Yep. Randolph-Macon wins the wins the ODAC, 7-0, and 10-0 overall. Bridgewater comes in second place, their lone loss being to Randolph-Macon. Uh, they were 6-1 and one in conference, 9-1 and one overall. Shenandoah comes in third at 5-2 in conference, 8-2 overall. Hamden-Sydney comes in 4-3 and three in conference, 5-5 five and five overall. Washington and Lee comes in at fifth. They're 3-4 and four in conference, 5-5 five and five overall. A down year for the Generals. Averett finishes sixth in the conference, 1-6. Three and seven overall. Guilford finishes seventh, one and six in the conference, two and eight overall. And Farum comes in dead last, one and six in conference, one and nine overall. Only when coming against Guilford. Guilford. Yes. Um, things to hang your hat on as a black hat. Posted just at 300 yards per game offensively, uh, 136 rushing, 163 passing. Um, the lone win this season was an away win. We beat Guilford at Guilford. Um, defense was an issue, uh, averaging right at 450 yards allowed. And a majority of that coming through the air. Uh, points allowed per game, we got outscored uh, 33.3 to 16.2. Um, honestly, a very disappointing season for the Black Hats, but in every single aspect of it, we show a lot of promise for next year. This was a young team with a bad quarterback room. Um, we're hoping that that gets resolved in the off season, onwards and upwards. Yep, um, it hurts losing to a rival, especially one that you stomped last year in a close game in too. A, in a very, very close, close game in a tight game. Uh, Farum what, had 191 yards rushing compared to Averett, who had 213 rushing uh, passing. Farham had 144 yards. They were on the up-and-up passing this week compared to Averett, who only had 90 yards uh, through the air. However, again, turnovers are the killer here for Farham, turning the ball over two times, throwing two interceptions. They did get two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown as well. However, you still turn the ball over twice compared mm -hmm. to Averett, who did it once. Who threw, threw an interception uh, once. Total offense. Uh, Farham uh, was on the plus side of this. They had 335 total yards of offense compared to Averett, who had 304 yards of offense. Um, <clears throat> Farham had to punt the ball. Or, I'm sorry. Farham had 12 penalties for 102 yards compared to Averett, who had three penalties for 45 yards. This was the most penalized game this season by the Black Hats. Um, Farham had to punt the ball three times. Averett had to punt it four. I mean, it. 
those twelve penalties right there, and then the two interceptions. That's that's that's, that's, that's going to do game. it. Yeah, uh, Farum was five of twelve on third downs, one and one on fourth down. They were three and two in the red zone. Um, yeah. Um, Jesper Corkalanen, five for seven, ninety-one yards, one touchdown, long of forty-one. Uh, Braden Hawkins, four for eight, forty-one yards, throwing those two interceptions. And then Monzel Campbell, one for one, 12 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Monzel Campbell also had 23 attempts for 111 yards, with a long of 14, and a single touchdown rushing. Josh Luckett did not see the field this game. Uh, Joshua Lerb, 10 carries for 50 yards, again, uh, in his last game, I believe. Mm, there's a, Yep, I, I hate to see it. Uh, Chandler Breeden. You know, we had him on earlier this year. Absolutely. Uh, right before uh, week one. It is also his last year. Uh, he still has COVID eligibility. Yep. He still has that extra year. Uh, but this is his, this this could very well be his last year uh, for the Black Cats. Um, again, we – here on the Panther Pod, and I, I think I speak for Owen on this as well, you hate to see a season like this, especially for your seniors and for friends of the show like Chandler. Um, but, again, onwards and upwards, improve what you can in the off season, hide what you can't, figure it out, get it together, come back next year with a chip on your shoulder. Yep. Um, very, very disappointing season. I mean, this uh, – <sighs> you know – you know, we thought that, you know, we knew UVA-wise was going to be a tough game to start out, but we did not realize that they would go on a, what, an eight-game winning, a losing streak? Yeah. Seven or eight-game losing streak? Yep. I mean, and, and really, I think it all just stems from the fact that they, they didn't know which quarter, like, they could, no quarterback stuck out. Could stuck out, yeah. Interceptions were a problem all year long. Um for Farum, the total interceptions that they threw this year. Uh, let's see here. Farum threw a total of 14 interceptions as a team this year. You, I mean, if you half that, I, I would, you know, that's that's rough, <laughs> you know, right? Like if you think about it, JT Daniels has that many, or JT Daniels has eight interceptions, and we've only got two games left. Yeah, West Virginia only has two games left, and I think that's that's total interceptions for as for as a team. Um, in the conference, one bright one bright side to Ferrum, we finished first in punt return average uh, yards. We also finished uh, first in PAT percentage. Uh, 12 for 12 in conference, 17 for 18 out of conference. Um, just something. Mm. Something to hang your hat on. Yep. Special teams are looking good. It, yeah. It's If you can't tell, we're very – we're a little disappointed with – with this, uh, and I know, I, I know the coaching staff is as well. The players yeah. are the, the you know the it, college. 
it, the, we're not trying to dig on Ferrum. That's the last thing we want to do. We're Ferrum fans through and through. But at the same time, it always hurts to see a season yep. wind up like this. Yep. So Ferrum finishes one and six in conference in the ODAC. They finish out the year one and nine overall. Their only win coming against Guilford at Guilford, 31 17. Uh, the final game here Ferrum versus Averett. 24-20, Averitt pulls out the win. Um, go Randy Mack, win the ODAC, a national championship. Hey, there you go. All right. On to a happier – this, we – yes. Um, Owen. Yeah. I know I already did it one time, but come on. Hey, Owen. Hey. LSU wins the West. Hey, Cole. You struggled against Arkansas. Brother. <laughs> we we were in the stadium, and they would, uh, during commercial breaks, they would flash uh, the scores up of games going on around, around, around the country. And that LSU and Arkansas game was, like, the first one that would pop up. And we're watching it. It's six to three, six to three, six to three. Oh, 13 to three, 13 to three, 13 to 10. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Um, you know who didn't struggle against Arkansas, though? Harold Perkins Jr., the true, fl- the true freshman who had the flu, which is something that I knew after the game. Uh, eight. Total tackles, six solo tackles, four sacks, one pass deflection, and one QB hurry. He forced out two fumbles, which LSU recovered both. Um, what a monster. What an absolute monster as a true freshman. Um, normally, the true monster on the field, Jaden Daniels, rough game. Very rough, rough game. Rough game. Rough game. Uh, first series comes out, throws an interception. It's not how you want to start the game. Nope, 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 nope. Um, obviously, after that, we stuck w- on the ground. Um, Jaden Daniels, 8 for 15, 86 yards, and the lone interception. Uh, Josh Williams, 19 carries for 122 yards. LSU's lone touchdown. Thank God. For Damian Ramos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, posted seven points. Honestly, Malik Hornsby, one of the fastest uh, Wildcat quarterbacks in the SEC this year. Or not Wildcat, excuse me, Wild Pig. Um, definitely a threat. And our defense stepped up in a big way. Uh, Harold Perkins, again, registering those four sacks. Savion Jones had one. Um, got him all game long. Arkansas's defense registered seven sacks on Jaden Daniels. Again, how many of those are in the pocket? Yeah. How many are in the pocket? Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. Here's one thing I want, I want to point out to you. Whose name do you not see here on the, on the Arkansas stat list? Uh, Raheem Sanders. He's on there, but he didn't really contribute. 
But who who's not present? Oh. Oh no. What happened? KJ Jefferson. Oh no. Out for the Arkansas game. So that just makes your law your win, your struggle against them not look so great either. I was about to say where's KJ Jefferson? Cade <laughs> Fortin. Leading passer. Yeah. Cade Fortin. Eight for thirteen, nine two yards, and a touchdown. You almost lost to an Arkansas team without KJ Jefferson. Who what what was the name of the, the quarterback who was out again? I'm not sure. It doesn't matter who the name I'm not falling for it. <laughs> I I didn't fall for it. Um the golden boot is back home in Baton Rouge as did, did it should y'all be. Did you lose to Arkansas last year? Uh no, we won. Okay. Yeah, we won. Because so uh, really that, that was uh, Edo's swan song. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yep. Uh, Golden Boot is back home. It never really left, but at the same time, it was up for grabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very obviously in this game, uh, Arkansas scoring that fourth quarter touchdown to make it scary. <sighs> hey. Thank God we won. Yeah. Now we just got to go play Georgia in now Atlanta. We just have to go play Georgia. Honestly, this, uh, and, and this is not to rag on LSU, but it was like this is one of the games that looked like you didn't want to win it. No. Um, this is our fourth straight win. It's probably going to be number five uh, next week against UAB. And then we wrap the regular season up at Texas A&M. Who is no longer who is no longer bowl eligible. Brother. They they will not achieve bowl Jimbo, eligible. Jimbo, what are you doing? <laughs> he said, I'm taking my $95 and sitting over here. It's $95 million. I was going to say, brother, 90, not $95, $95 million. You could pay me $95 and I'd get seven losses out of Texas A&M. Um, I'd, I'd do as well as Jimbo did. <laughs> yeah. Um, our regular season officially extends – are not our right. Re- well, kind of our regular season. Kind of, not really. I mean, a championship game. I would. I, I, championship Saturday is still kind of part of the regular season, um, but it's kind but of getting into postseason as well. Our season officially extends by one week. We take on the number one team in the nation, Georgia, on December third at four p.m. on CBS. Love to see it in Atlanta, which is a neutral site. No it's, no, it's not. not. <laughs> no, it's not. That, I, it's in Falcon Stadium. I know, but it's I in, just, I just think it's hilarious that. But I mean, honestly, what what would be a neutral site field? You know, because eventually, like, it, that's going to happen. Like TCU, they're playing Arlington. Do you realize that Arlington is like right there because yeah. TCU is in Fort Worth? <laughs> I wonder what a, a neutral like. Because you can't go to Florida because that's closer to Georgia than it is to Louisiana. Honestly, it'd probably be uh, Birmingham. Yeah. Oh. Or Nashville. Or yeah. the Tit- you go play at Nissan Stadium where the Titans are. Yeah, but that's the Music City Bowl. SEC wouldn't. Uh, honestly, I don't, I, would, I, don't, I don't know, though. There's I, not really a good neutral site for that game besides Atlanta. Because Atlanta makes sense. Yeah. Um. Take it one game at a time. Beat mm-hmm. UAB. Beat Texas A&M. Please, for the love of God, 
show up on the field <laughs> against Georgia. Please don't. I mean, if you have a if you have a game like this against Georgia, they're going to eat you alive. It's going to be worse than the Tennessee week. Yeah, it's going to be way worse. Going to yeah. be way worse because apparently yep. Stetson Bennett could run though, but he's fast. Ah, uh, and agile. Yeah, it, yeah. Love to see it. Great, wonderful. Definitely not sweating that one already. Nope, nope. It's it's not a month away either. Hey, but be happy in the moment. You won. Yep. It was amazing. Thirteen ten. Uh, you're now eight and two on the season. Brian Kelly's first year at LSU. You clinch the SEC West and go to the championship. Yep. Could you believe it? No. Well, I can because Brian Kelly always has great regular seasons and sucks in bowls. So we're going to see how he does this year. Hey, maybe you know he's flipped the switch and we have a great regular season. Well, and we you win. get a different type of athlete at LSU versus what you get at Notre Dame. Eh. What I mean by that is Notre Dame, you get the more studious athletes. Uh, LSU, you what get are you trying to say? <laughs> Brother, are you going to tell me that LSU is known for its academics? We're the best uh, medical degree in the South. Besides, well, you can throw Auburn up there, but irregardless, you still have to. Are your are your academics like Vanderbilt? No, that's why Vandy is there. <laughs> We've Solely been over for this. the academic purposes. We've been over this and baseball and baseball. Yeah, um, which again makes sense because baseball is. The academic school of choice, or academic school sport of choice. Yep. Um, no, I'm very excited. Um, definitely excited to clinch the West. Now we have a shot to win the national championship. A very realistic shot. If if there's like like here's the thing though, we have to beat Georgia. We absolutely have you, to beat Georgia. Here's, here's we have you, to like stomp Georgia. You have to beat Georgia. But here's the thing too. Ohio State also needs two losses, uh, which is not going to happen. Michigan also needs two losses, which is not going to happen. You know why? Because Ohio State and Michigan both have to play each other. So one of them is getting a loss. Where's the other one coming from? Okay? TCU also has to lose the rest of their games, which means they have to lose. That should be great for y'all. I mean, not really. Honestly, because it doesn't. I mean, we're we're just scraping for bowl eligibility right now, um, but like TCU has to lose out. Tennessee also would probably have to lose another game. There would be a. It would have to be truly seismic. Chaos. Yes. Yeah. Which we've seen this season, but at the same time, the waves would have to happen for LSU to even be at that game. Tidal and even, waves, would and have even to then, it. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no. Um, but you could very get, well be SEC champs, though. We could be SEC champs, and we're probably going to get a very good bowl. So we shall see. Yep. I would say if you win the championship, you go to a New Year's Six. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. Um, anything else on your Tigers? Uh, Kayshawn Boot, leading Boot. wide receiver. Uh, announced team kept getting his name wrong. They were saying Booty. It's it's not Booty. It's Boot. Is he? He's from Louisiana. He, he is from Louisiana. Uh-huh. Uh And the Golden Boots back home. Look at there. Cole. <laughs> this is a game that I can help you cover. <laughs> you know why? Because you watched it with me. I watched it with you. What? I was there. What a game, by the way. 
50,000 in the crowd. It got loud there for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we battled all the elements yes. in this one. First of all, how was your experience in Morgantown? How, how was your experience? Cold and wet. <laughs> Did you enjoy Morgantown? 100% I loved it. I figured you would love Morgantown. Now it's my turn to go experience Baton Rouge. Yes, which we will next year. We will next year. Um, for the first time in since West Virginia has joined the Big 12, they have knocked off the Oklahoma Sooners. 23-20, West Virginia wins. They're still alive for bowl eligibility at 4-6. and six. Oklahoma very well could not make a bowl this year. They still have to go and play. Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. Oh, row. <laughs> What a turn of events. What a turn of events. Wow. West Virginia is no longer last in the Big 12. Iowa State, Oklahoma is second to last, and now West Virginia is eighth. Go Mountaineers. Go Ears. Go Ears. Let's go. Mountaineers. Um, I have 100% lost my voice as well. Uh, We may have pneumonia. Yeah. Who knows? Um. I, I cannot believe that we uh, – this is absolutely good. Hey, Garrett Green, he's that guy. Yeah, he he's is that, that guy. guy. JT Daniels was got benched in this game, did not look great, 7 for 12, 65 yards, and an interception. Garrett Green, 12 for 22, 138 yards, and one touchdown. Cole, there's a stat that looks rather familiar to you, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't know y'all stole Jaden Daniels for a game. <laughs> our top rusher was our quarterback, Garrett Green. 14 carries, 119 yards, two touchdowns. Both. Again, like, I. here's the thing. I can see why you want Garrett Green to start a quarterback because he's electric every single time that he gets up after a play, he pumps his fist, and he gets the team going. That's awesome. That's all you want in a quarterback. If he does not get the start next week, I will be just as upset as you are. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I hate to say it because I like JT Daniels. I was excited. He played great in the first part of the season. He's just not playing good now. And and if you're Neil Brown, you've got to put your team in the best situation to win and yeah. go make a bowl game. And the I think JT Daniels weeks, is going to understand that. Yeah. The J, the next two weeks are going to be, like if not the toughest, the toughest two weeks you have faced this season. Because you, then, you now get Kansas State at home, and then you have to go on the road to Oklahoma State. Two teams that are in the running for the Big 12. Two teams that are in the running. The, the, the Oh, by the way, the second and third place teams in the Big 12. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. Just get two wins. Just just get two wins. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I mean, Tony Mathis, 23, yard, or 23 carries for 53 yards. Triple J, seven carries, 23 yards. Uh, Jalen Anderson, who was – we brought out the fourth string – Four four carries, twelve yards. I mean, uh, yeah, um, that fake uh, fake punt. By the way, uh, awesome. 
I was like, I so we're we sat on the fifty yard line, right behind the press, right in front of the press box, and we're sitting there, and I and I'm sitting there, you know, me and Cole sitting next to each other, and I see Sam James move, I see movement out there, and I'm like out, out of like the bottom of me of my eye, I said, wait, 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 Cole, you said he's move, why is he moving like that? Direct snap, and I went, he's faking it, no, 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 because it looked like he was going to get tackled behind the line. I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. That's why I I hate end rounds because you have to have the speed to get around the the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and he gets the first down. I, yeah, that was that was. But also, like that was the that was the turning point of the entire game. That was that was the turning point right there. Uh, Dylan Gabriel for Oklahoma, 17, seven, uh, 17 for 28, 190 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. But let me tell you, <laughs> the monkey on our back this game, though, Eric Gray, 25 carries, 211 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. Let me tell you, I Cole, correct me if I'm wrong, do you think West Virginia would have been – Eight and four last year had Garrett Green started. Probably. Okay. This year, do you think we would have also possibly been eight and four? Like, do you think our records would have swapped uh, this year instead of being four and six? We're now six and four if Garrett Green starts at quarterback. With the, in this, again, hypothetical, because we talked about this on the way home. We talked about this. It's like, yeah. This yeah. offense showed a, offense all of a sudden the past couple of weeks has been kind of falling off a cliff, and defense has been doing what the defense has been doing since Neil Brown got there. Yeah, they've been great. Yeah. They've been holding it down yeah. as much as they can, but just getting gassed, and you can see that in this game. Well, and just in off- Oklahoma's offensive line was just Carving out holes, yeah, for, for Eric, Eric Gray, for Eric Gray to run a run through. Um, no, I think if Garrett Green got the start last year and worked on his questionable decision making per Neil Brown, um, which again you you can see it, you can see it, you can but see it. It's not, it doesn't warrant him being, you know, absolutely in the doghouse. Yeah. My critique, I would say, for Garrett Green, and I, there were a couple times where everybody was like, just throw it, throw it away, throw yeah. it away. Live to he see another wants day. to make the play, and he want like he he relies on his legs a lot, which is honestly, if you look back at the quarterbacks that we've had, uh, Major Harris, Pat White, uh, Geno Smith, every now and then. Will Greer. Will Greer, Will Greer didn't he as much. Could. Yeah, Skylar Howard really could really used his legs as well. Um, like if you look at quarterbacks that during golden eras for West Virginia football, what could they do? They could run. They could not only pass, they could run. And Garrett Green did did a decent job passing the football. He even got a touchdown. Uh, Man, that fade to the end zone. That was fade sick. to the end zone. Yes. Bryce Ford Wheaton makes an amazing, amazing, amazing catch. If you watch the close up of that one, it, he literally like Garrett Green puts it in his hands, like yeah. just places it right, right there in the in the cradle. Um, Sam James also made an amazing catch. Something that we were we were really shocked about was it. It's like the final. It's the final minute of the game, and it's I don't know. It's like forty five seconds left on the clock. No, it. I don't know. It was it was under 
between 45 and 30, I would say. I mean, I know that's a big margin. I can't remember the exact – no, I, it's 24 seconds left on the clock. I remember now because I'm seeing it pop up, and it starts ticking down. And they're not calling timeout. The offense is still on the field. It's second down. And we're like, run the – like Run a play. Run a play. Run a, You know, like try to get in the end zone, whatnot. They call a timeout at four seconds left to kick the field goal. And we're like, what are you doing? Like, go for the touchdown. Go for the touchdown. But at that point in time, the ball is soaking wet. Yeah, as it's, as your Uncle Greg was saying yes, today. It was very slippery. Yeah. Um, like a snap and hold was the safest bet to go, which granted did not happen earlier on in the game. Which, yeah, and that first touchdown that Garrett Green had, uh, you fumble the hold and instead of just falling on it, you, you give try it and a, pick it up. You try and pick it up and they run it back for two points. Yeah, they house it. They house it. Uh, but I mean, I think Neil Brown called his best game this season. He was aggressive. He did not take his foot off. The only time he took his foot off the gas is when the win was well in hand, and he knew it was in hand because Oklahoma had terrible clock management. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, Did not wait. They waited until, uh, what, two Two and a half? Two minutes to start going tempo. Yeah. No, terrible. Which they were doing tempo all game long, but still. Something I noticed out of our defense or later on in the game was they were set, they were ready to go, they knew their positions, there wasn't a whole lot of movement. They fixed that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and, it, 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 yeah, I was pleased West Virginia only had five penalties this game. Um, there were still a few that it's like, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, they were smacked out. They were even. On both sides of the ball, both passing and rushing, they got 203 yards, 400 total yards of offense. Uh, they ran a total of 87 plays compared to Oklahoma, who ran 68. West Virginia was 4 for 5 on fourth down and 7 for 19 on third down. Um, However, though, we lost the turnover battle yeah, with an I was, interception that's what I was going for. and a fumble. And you still win the game. That yeah. is a an, uh, uh, triple J got to He's he's got to work on it because that was two but, fumbles, but one you've, loss. You've got to understand too. Like ball was. It, I mean, it was raining at that point too. Yeah. Like it was. It was wet out there. But when it is raining and wet like that, what's the one thing that you can fall back on? Your running game. Yep. Your running game. Um. No. It. Again, absolutely electric atmosphere. Um, loved every single minute of it. Cannot wait to go back to Morgantown, and I can't wait to take you to Baton Rouge. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great time, Cole. I, I'm pumped for it. Um, Morgantown's always a great place. We'll have to go back. Like we said, we're gonna make it a yearly thing, probably to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, make it a yearly thing to also go to Baton Rouge. Uh, how that's gonna be? What if we went to Baton Rouge and Morgantown back to back weekends? Ah, uh, I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd be dead too. I'd I'd be dead too. I know, like it is taking all of me just to get through this episode. And like I I love we enjoy doing this. this. Yeah, but like However, it is taking everything in my being to just remain conscious at this point. It is. We're very tired because it was also a noon game. Yeah. So we had to get up at the butt crack of dawn to get ready and go tailgate. Gosh, we got to the tailgate parking lot at 8.30. 8.30 yesterday morning. Oh, gosh. We didn't get back to the hotel until, what, 
11. Yeah, it was like right at yeah, 10, 30, we went, 11. Well, no, we, we, we stayed there for a little bit because we were soaking wet, so we wanted to go warm up and dry off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and so we went back to the hotel to watch the Alabama Ole Miss game a little bit, um, which I just about fell asleep just sitting there watching mm-hmm. it. And then we went out to dinner, went and walked around Morgantown for a little bit, which, by the way, Morgantown, if you don't know this, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold up in Morgantown. Uh, it was great, though. Got, you got to go see campus. You got to see Woodburn and everything like that. Um, and, oh, yeah, just got to experience Morgantown, man. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Crow Gucci and Crow Ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Crow yeah, no-go there. Crow no-go there, apparently. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, if you know, you know. If yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, but college – it was it was a great time. It was a great time. Uh, better bigger crowd than I thought. Fifty thousand showed up, so that was nice. Uh, loved it. it Again, was, I always loved it. Again, religious experience. Yeah, country roads, man. Cannot That's... be beat. I know. I know. If you're watching on TV, you're like, ah, come on now. It's like, no, you've got to be there. You, yeah, like it that... is a religious experience. Yeah, to sing country that roads. was just that was awesome. That will stick for, with you forever. Won't yeah, it? that's going to be one of the things that I remember on my deathbed is, like, I got to sing Country Roads. In... And I'm be honest, I was really nervous with this game, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, for good reason. It's Oklahoma. Yeah. Finally got that monkey off our back. Yep. Neil Brown does not get fired <laughs> before the season ends. We're Definitely going to be reevaluating his contract in the offseason if you're Shane Lyons and if you're Shane Lyons and you want to keep your job at – the University of West Virginia. West Virginia University. What is wrong with all right, fine. Uh University of Louisiana over here. We're not U of L. That's a different school. That's U of L Monroe. Yeah. And U L Lafayette. Yeah. And Law Tech. We're Louisiana State, thank you. Mm-hmm. Louisiana University. L U. <laughs> Go Flames. <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh Oh, time of possession. I'm sorry, we got off track. Uh, West Virginia time of possession. West Virginia had 37 minutes of uh, 30 minutes, had the ball for 37 minutes. Oklahoma only had the ball for 22. Uh, also, an amazing stat. Which um, at first half, it did not feel like that. No, it, it felt like no. Oklahoma really had the yeah. ball for a which long time. Which I think a lot of that had to do, like we said, with Oklahoma running tempo so yeah. much. Yeah, <clears throat> and you when West Virginia tried to match Oklahoma and run tempo. It did not work. With JT Daniels, it didn't work. With Garrett Green, it for sure did. Yeah. But you can tell that either JT is exhausted from playing, you know, or tw- he's, he's got to be hurt. Yeah. Because he played, he played seven games at Georgia and didn't miss a step, and then he got hurt. I'm just wondering, I, I feel like he's got to be hurt. Like there's some got to be some little nagging injury, you know. So, but uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, Absolutely. So, for that, I'm Owen Spelnick. My name's Cole Connor. And you just finished listening to The Panther Pod.